this is Thoughts Become Things. With each episode, we'll help you reach the highest creative potential that God has for you. With your host, a teacher, life coach, a dream coach, and motivational speaker, Jeremy Lopez. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another podcast of Thoughts Become Things. I'm Jeremy Lopez, and I'm so honored and glad to be with you again today. And I'm excited. Uh, I really am. I tell you, the weather is finally getting a little warmer. Thank God for that here in Alabama. And it goes from one extreme to another from day to day. But you know what? Hey, I'm just excited to be alive and well. And, uh, and plus, I'm excited because this month I wrote my, uh, gosh, my 102nd book. <laughs> Can you believe it? Which is called Freedom from Religion. And I've had a lot of people inquire of this book. In fact, we did a, um, we do uh, every month on a Wednesday night, usually in the middle of the month, we do what we call a prophetic word live night where I go on usually like 6 p.m. Central Time on my Instagram and Facebook of Identity Network and we give prophetic words, prophetic readings to people. Uh, whoever and Whoever's on there, as many as I can give for the hour, I usually would give them. So you definitely want to be able to stay tuned to that and that's an exciting, fun thing to do every month as well. But from that, so many people have been asking me, you know, like, I feel, you know, um, I need freedom. I feel I've got, I've got so much tradition I don't know how to deal with, you know, out of fear because my family did it. Now I got to do it. Or either feeling like, you know, you think, man, I'm so not religious. And then you wake up one day and you're like, wow, I really am religious when I hear of points and things that people say, you know, if you're religious, you'll do this or that. And then they, they wake up and they're like, man, I am religious. You know, and the key thing is actually to be more spiritual than religious. And what that means basically is be more fr- free. Find the freedom and liberty, you know, in, in the things of the kingdom of God that God offers us, you know. Give you guys some great points today, but one of the things that really has stuck in my mind is the parables. You know, the parables really can be almost borderline um heretical if you think about it um and, and what i mean by that is there's so many traditions in christianity today plus in the old testament that really these parables would really throw us a throw us a loop you know i mean like such as you know the um the rich young ruler, the, you know, the ruler that, that wanted to throw a big party for his kingdom, invited all of his friends and none of them wanted to come, you know, like none of them came. And so he's like, you know what? I'm going to basically throw a party for the outsiders, people I don't know, people that are on the outside of the, uh, of the king of my kingdom. I'm going to throw a big party for them. Hey, they'll, they'll like it. You know, they'll come and enjoy it. And if you really think about that, that's sort of borderline heretical to, to, to a lot of religious people because, you know, when we think of today, and I'll just be blunt and honest about it. When I think about today, you know, people in countries, you know, such as my own, you know, wanting to, you know, make sure no one enters in the country, you know, illegally and, you know, as if it's so easy to get a, a you know, a, become legal, which it's not. And that's what a lot, a lot of people don't realize. But it's just almost like keeping everybody out. You know, hey, you want a better life? Well, stay out of here unless you do it this way, you know. or And, and, and it just goes on and on and on. And and this is not to be political. It's just to be kingdom. And for me, I have to honestly say I'm more kingdom than I am American uh, because that's just what it means to be Christian, you know. And and so for me, I want to do things the kingdom way. That's just what, that's what God offers is if you're going to decrease, then for the love of God, 
God decrease. If you're if you're not going to decrease in your ideology and not be his kingdom, then don't claim Christianity because you it's almost impossible to, right? My house is welcome for anyone, you know, uh, seeking a new life, a better life. My, my house is welcome to anyone. And I say that not in some stupid political role. Don't care about that kind of stuff. What I care about is just Jesus and, and showing grace. And so when I think about things such as Jesus himself, the Almighty One, given a parable saying, hey, here's a king who says, I'm going to invite the outsiders. And they welcomed it. They enjoyed it. Um, you know, there wasn't anything they had to do to get there. The king just welcomed everybody. And that's really the story of the God's kingdom is God's kingdom is letting you know that if you don't want to, you know, if you don't want to be part of it, even though you're, you live in the kingdom, and I want you to think about this because he basically gave, gave an invitation for those that really are already part of the kingdom. And they didn't want to be a part of that party. But he never said, I'm going to throw you out, cast you out, you know, burn you to burn you for eternity. I mean, he, he basically just said, okay, fine, no big deal. You know, you're, you're part of my kingdom. I'm your king and you don't want to be a part of this. No big deal. I'll go ahead and throw a party for those that, that are outside the kingdom and they'll come. And sure enough, they came. And so the parable opens up so many different doors to show us, you know, if we're triggered by things that I just mentioned, then no offense, but you're probably religious then because the kingdom of God is not about what I believe, what I feel is right, when my theology is this, you know, I'm in, you're out, you know, um, because that's what the Pharisees did. The Pharisees wanted people to either adhere to exactly what they did and even when they tried to do the rules, they still weren't good enough for, for them because, hey, they're priests, you know, and, and, and so you'll never, you'll never measure up to my standard. And yet that's what they do. They, they throw trickery and, and manipulation to people to say, you know, hey, you're really not good enough. And if you've got this, you know, you sit outside the camp. And if you, you know, if, if it's that time of the month for your lady, hey, you know, go outside the camp. We don't want you in here. You're considered dirty, unclean. Right? If you're not part of us, then, you know, then you're just not. And Pharisees were known to do that. And I think today we have to remember what is truly triggering us. Because when we have a trigger about these things, well, they should do it the right way I did it. They, then if, if that's your attitude, you are 100% one, the one I'm talking to, that is religious. Because God is setting the stage to say, if you're part of the kingdom and don't want to engage in the party, hey, no sweat. I'm not going to be hateful to you. I'm not going to throw you out. I'm not going to, you know, burn you, crucify you, hang you upside down, boil you to death, as some apostles were. I'm not, I'm not going to do that to you. If, if I invite you to a party, which is basically entering into the covenant, entering into the things, the benefits that I have for you, if you don't want to do that, hey, doesn't mean you're still not part of the kingdom. You are. But yet, if you don't want to be a part of the party, the benefits, the, the, the things that I'm throwing forth to, you know, for you to celebrate with me, no problem. No sweat off my back. You can be what you be, but I'm going to go ahead and invite people outside my kingdom. And they're going to come party with me. They're going to come enjoy it. Because my kingdom is welcome to anyone. And this is what this story say. And I had some points I want to share today. But yeah, this is a powerful point because many of you will turn me off on this notion. And yet it's sad because we're dealing with biblical principles. We're dealing with, dealing with parables here. We're dealing with what Jesus said. 
And yet when we talk about the things that Jesus said, we have to understand, do we believe or like Jesus because of what he can do for me? Or do I, or I'm in love with Jesus because of what he can do for everyone? Whether I agree or disagree. Because a religious spirit, a pharmaceutical spirit, loves, 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 loves that I'm okay now that I've got this going on for me. I'm okay now that I've accepted him. I'm doing great. I'm okay. But anyone that's not in my circle, it's not okay for you to enjoy what I have. It's not okay for you to, you know, to, to do the things that I'm doing because I'm the one that's been here. And it's like Jesus mentioned even with the prodigal son, which is another religious trigger for many people to determine if you're religious or not. A religious trigger says this. The young son decides, hey, I'm going to live my life. And the father being as loving and amazing as the father is, that most people don't realize that these are the points we leave out of this, of this prodigal son parable, is as loving as the father is, he still gives him his inheritance. He still gives him his benefits. He still gives him his inheritance to say, there you go, since it rightfully belongs to you, because I, I gave you my word, and what does the Bible say on my word about my name? So therefore, you know, I'm going I'm to give this to you and you, you go and do what you want to do. Notice how the father was still giving even when the child wanted to leave the father's house. How many of you are hearing this for a moment? Are you getting this? The father still blessed him with his inheritance and yet the prodigal son that left you know, still was blessed by the Father. So does the Father still bless us even when we want to leave and do our own thing? The answer is yes. Oh, that cannot be possible, Jeremy. I would never bless my child unless they do what I tell them to do and, and, and here, adhere to my rules and, 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 and they stay in what I, in my camp. And they, see, hello, religious, religious Pharisee. That's a religious evil spirit for you right there, folks. If these things are triggering you, you need to re-examine the style of the kingdom in which you're trying to live in. And because when you see this, it's letting you know he still gave him his inheritance. Hello? And yet the prodigal son left. And yet the father knew what he was going to do and still blessed him with his inheritance. Because it's called love, love, love. Love, love, love. That's what it's called. It's called agape love. And yet the son left, you know, squandered all of his money, spent all of his money, woke up in the pigsty one day and says, wait a minute, hold on, what have I done? Uh, look at where I'm at right now. I'm with a bunch of pigs right now. I should not be here. And so he goes back to the, to the, the father. And then when he goes back to the father, you know, he's like, man, I'm sorry. I, you know, forgive me. I did wrong. And the father never says, let me see. Have you done too many sins? Oh, You've done it one too many times, son. I'm, I'm not, I'm tired of this. Does he do that? No. Religious people would do that, right? Pharisees would do that, right? Hello. And yet all of a sudden you look at this and he says, come on in. Come on. Jeez, forget about that. I mean, think about his attitude. If you read the story, his the father's attitude is like, forget about all that stuff. My, my son's returned home. It's almost like that's not important, son. So his repented heart, is that not important to God? Yes, it is. However, the father didn't really care. He's like, come on, you know, hey, 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 my, my son's home. That's all that matters. My, that's all that matters. My son is home. That's all that matters. And yet we try to, we try to throw all these hoops for everybody. Now you gotta do this, and you gotta say this prayer, and you gotta do that, because that's what we are. We are religious people. 
and we have to bring points and outlines and make sure everybody adheres to what we tell them to do of what we think you should do in order for you to to truly be repentant, to truly be a godly person, to truly do the things that God wants you to do. And yet the father's like, you know, hush, hush, my, my son's home. Come on, bring it, bring it, you know, bring the fatted calf. Come on, bring the robe, bring the ring. Come on, that's all I care about. And yet that would trigger a lot of religious spirits in many people that might be hearing my voice today. Hey, I've been there, folks. I've been there. I was the one that made people go through hoops. And this is the way you got to do it because I did it this way. In other words, this is the way I did it because I believe this way. We never give the opportunity for people to just be and be invited by the Holy Spirit and us shut our mouths and the Holy Spirit do his job. And so there's another one of a religious, you know, spirit. And then we get into one where it talks about the workers, which I love. Here's one that's the workers. And the workers are this. They've been working all day long. One gets paid in the morning, this price. One gets paid in the evening, this price, afternoon, this price. One gets paid in the evening that comes and, and, and they, they need more workers. He comes and the and he has probably hasn't worked an hour, and he gets paid the exact same amount. The guy got paid that uh, that's been working ten hours. Now, in our American culture, I promise you. Yes, I said I, I promise you. Every one of you, every last one of you, would be so mad. And I've heard many people say this before. Well, that's just not fair. They live off welfare. Well, I work my butt off. And what does God say? It's none of your business. Ooh, hello, trigger, trigger. I, I'm so tired of paying all this money to, to support these people. A trigger. Jesus says, I'm sorry, did you not read my word? Did you not, did you not read my word? It, it doesn't matter what the people do. It doesn't matter how much other people get paid of what they do or don't do or how much work they have accomplished versus how much work you have accomplished. Hello, before we say we're Christians, we need to actually live a Christian life. Hello, and do what Jesus said to do. Hello, are you with me, folks? Oh, there's so many people right now triggered. I can hear it right now, trigger, trigger, trigger. And yet I'm not making up anything. I'm saying what the scriptures say that Jesus said. And yet nowadays we get all mad and been out of shape. Uh, you know, I've been here for five years. I deserve this promotion. And Sarah or Bob or Billy, they get here three months and yet they get the promotion. Oh, I'm so, I'm so, I'm so mad. I can't, I just, how, oh, I can't, can't believe this. God, how could you allow this? And what does God say in his word? Hey, you know what? You agreed. What does the parable say? You agreed to working these hours for this pay. What this person over here gets is none of your business. None of your business how much I pay them. If I pay them triple what, you, what, I, what you've agreed to make, that's none of your business. Hello, triggers. Oh, I can hear it now. Religious spirits are going crazy right now hearing this podcast because you're like, no, 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 no. But I, I've been in the kingdom longer. I've been in the kingdom for 20 years. And that person's been there one year. Look at them. Trigger. Hello. I know this is bothering many of you because it bothered me for a long time until I realized, who am I? What, what, what am I doing here? Because you cannot mix, folks, I'm sorry to tell you, you cannot mix American culture with the kingdom of God and feel like the American culture's way is the right way when it's not. Nor is Russia's, nor is China, nor is India, nor is Israel. Hello. 
What, what is right is what Jesus said is right. And that's how we do it. That's what we live up to. And, and, and when these things trigger us, it's God saying, you're religious. You're very religious. Because you demand justice. You demand, I've been here longer. You demand, I should make more money. You demand, I live here, and yet they don't. I, you know, I demand, and, and yet you want everybody to go through the hoops because that's what we do. We make people go through all the hoops. And what does God say? Grace, 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 grace. My mercy endures forever. Grace. You agree to this, then own it. And shut your mouth about what everybody else does and what everybody else makes. And oh, well, she got healed and I didn't. That's not fair. Come on, folks. Throw mercy and grace to ourselves and to other people because God loves us so much. And what God decides to do is God's business. And it's not our business. My business is to focus on working out my own salvation, fear and trembling, and not judge other people and not be concerned about how long I've been doing this for the kingdom of God. Well, I've been prophesying. How, how many know that Jeremy Lopez could say this? My goodness, Lord, I've been prophesying for... Let's see if I should have told me. I've been prophesying for 38 years. 38 years I've been prophesying. And here these people come on board and they get on television. And they just became prophets, which I don't care about being on television. I've been there, done that. It's not my, my goal anymore. But you see what I'm saying? Well, you know, well, so-and-so gives more accurate words than I do. You know, the key thing is this. Jeremy Lopez doesn't care. Because Jeremy's too happy because Jeremy loves himself and Jeremy loves people. And, and the Bible says to, to celebrate with those who celebrate, to cry with those who cry, and to give honor and praise where praise is due. Right? Oh, well, Sarah's been here four months. She got a promotion. I've been here 20 years. I didn't get that promotion. How dare her? She's probably sleeping with a boss. She's probably doing something mean. I know why she got promoted because she's prettier than I am. That's what it is. And I know that. And guess what happens? We just welcome more. We welcome more beyond the religious spirit. We just welcome everything to come into us. And then all of a sudden we get egotistical and prideful. And I thought I was better than them. And obviously we're going to start making up lies about them. Maybe they're sleeping with, maybe they're a slut. That's it. Maybe they're sleeping with a boss. That's got to be it. And then we start projecting a horrible demonic image upon these people who are going to promote it. When the Bible says rejoice with those who rejoice. Oh, Sarah, you've been here four months and you got a promotion. Praise God. Can I celebrate with you? Because Jeremy agreed to work in here. Jeremy didn't agree to, you know, unless the boss tells him, you know, hey, three months later get promoted or 10 years later get promoted. That was never guaranteed for me. I agreed to work with what I'm working to. I should be able to be joyful with those who are being joyful and who get celebrated. Well, I'm a Christian and she's not. Well, I'm a Christian and he's not. I cannot believe this. And God's like, I'd never ask you for your opinion. I'd never ask you what you thought was fair or right. What I ask you is to love me and to love people and to give grace to people and to give mercy for people and not care if somebody comes in this country, whatever, and not care if so-and-so got healed and you didn't because that's none of your business, my friend. What matters is that we rejoice and we love and we, and we praise and we celebrate because this is what I agree to. What I agree to in, to in life is to live. 
What I agree to in my in my spiritual walk is to serve Christ, and, and which means to serve others. That's what I agree to. Everything else comes by the grace of God. And the power for me to attract things by how I think, imagine that for a moment, folks. Let's get a law of attraction just for a moment. Imagine the power of attraction that happens when my mind doesn't go there and say, she must be saving the boss. I, I can't believe it. I've been here 20 years. How dare her get promoted? Lord, it's not fair. God, it must be the devil. God, be the devil. It's got to be the devil that she got promoted and not me, which is not biblical, right? And so guess what happens? Do you think we're going to attract a promotion that with that attitude? Not one bit. That might be why we haven't got promoted yet, you know? Might be why we haven't got, you know, maybe healed yet. I don't know. Maybe that's why we haven't got a new, you know, a, uh, a raise. Maybe that is why we haven't got that home we dreamed of. I don't know, folks. I really don't know. I'm not that person that tells people, hey, you know, you're sick because of sin. I, I think that's demonic and wrong. People that are sick sometimes who live in a fallen world, they just get sick, unfortunately. I've been there. And you know what? It's, sometimes it's not about our faith, and sometimes it's not about you know uh, um, your 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 love for God or your or your less love for God. Sometimes it just things happen that just happen, and when they do, we call upon the name of the Lord, praying that maybe that we'll be able to find the power of healing and strength and peace that we're looking for. Right? That's what we do. We give praise to people, and we honor people, and we sympathize with people, but we don't put a demand upon them. But we do remember this one thing, that sickness can come, can, C-A-N, can come through harboring bitterness, unforgiveness, and, and having that religious attitude of how dare them, I got this, and this is what they get. I've lived here all my life, and this is what they get. I've been serving God for 20 years, and this is what they get. Hello? These are reasons why many of us do not attract things into our lives because we don't have the right mindset of gratitude, gratefulness, love, compassion, walking the extra mile, and not caring who got promoted more than us, but we celebrate them. We welcome them. You want to come here to this country because you don't, because your country is horrible and your government's horrible. Hey, more power to you. I welcome you. Because my job is to just love and thank God for what I agreed and signed up to do in this life and to just be present and to be God to people and not question why God does what God does. I don't know the heart of man, why people might get more than what I do. But you know what? I don't care. I signed up for what I signed up for, right? And so from this day forward, we can reinvent ourselves by changing our attitude, causing that religiosity, that religious spirit to leave us and to be set free into freedom and find the liberation we're looking for to say, it's not about all my praise God's hallelujahs, oh, thank you, Jesus, and make sure I talk all my religious jargon in front of people. But it's just being and saying, you know what? I just don't always have to do that. It's great if we do, but I don't have to do that. What I, what I need to do is just love you and celebrate you and be present with you and listen to you. And, and let's, let's discover things in life together, the beauty of the kingdom together. 
to lift each other up together. Those things literally are your greatest weapon that causes religiosity to set flight and never lay eyes on it again. That's why our traditions make the Word of God of none effect. And traditions is not, I believe this and I believe that. Our traditions are our attitudes of how we carry out things and our belief system of how dare them. I can't believe this happened to them and not me. They're traditions because our tradition says, I'm a Christian, I deserve the best. I deserve more than anyone else that's not a Christian. Or even if they're Christians, I deserve more or better because I've been a Christian longer. Or maybe this one. My tradition says this. Well, I'm spirit-filled, and they're not. I talk in tongues. They don't. I prophesy. They don't. Why do they get this and I don't? Hello? (laughs) Who's hearing me today on this podcast? These are subjects that we don't really like to discuss all the time. But the truth is, folks, they're real. They're real for me and you. (laughs) We're all put ourselves in the same boat and say, Jeremy, that's been you many times, my friend. And Jeremy would say, yep, unfortunately, that is correct. But you know what I'm coming to the place of realization about is realizing is it's not who I am anymore. Because I really want people to rejoice. And I want people to to be celebrated. I want people to not be tolerated. I want people to to be promoted. I want people to have the best of life. And Jeremy is happy with what Jeremy has and what Jeremy is creating in his life. Because that's all that matters is that if I be the light to people, then other people see that good light and they'll glorify God in heaven and they'll learn to live by the light that God gives them out of his kingdom. and, And we'll all be happy, right? So these are things I wanted to leave with you guys today in this podcast because I want you guys just to think. So all I'm asking you to do is just to think, just to think right now and, and, and see which classification you're going to put yourself in. Am I that person or am I the person that says, wow, these parables are real and I have been the opposite of what these parables are asking me to do. And I'm sorry, God. And then start shifting your mind and changing your thoughts, and you'll change your life, and you'll be the lighter on people, uh, and they'll and they'll like you more because they see, they recognize it's not about your holiness or your righteousness. It's about your love to them to say, you truly do love me, don't you? You celebrated me when, when I was cancer-free, and yet you were sick with the flu, and you still celebrated me. Thank you for that. That's what we want people to look at us and say. Right? So be that today, folks. Get this book today, Freedom From Religion. You guys will love it, Freedom From Religion. You can download it or you can order the paperback book, which I'd be glad and honored to autograph it for you. All you have to do is go to the website, identitynetwork.net, and when you do, put Freedom From Religion. In the subject line, press the search button. It'll pull it up automatically. Download it, order it, because you guys will absolutely eat it up and love it. I guarantee you. All right? So be blessed today. And as always, I always like to close with this. Let me, well, let me say this real quick. Also, don't forget, tune in to our Facebook Live every single Monday morning at 10 a.m. Central Time. Um, and you can go to uh, Instagram's Identity Network page or Facebook's Jeremy Lopez Resources page, which is Identity Network Network's page. And Stay tuned. Get the notifications when I go live. Sometimes I go live during the week as a surprise. Get those notifications. Make sure you sign up for our Prophetic Word of the Month program so I can prophesy to you every month and see what God's saying to you. And and, uh, and as you do that, I'm going to close with this. 
If you're not happy with what the day is bringing you, folks, change your heart. Change your mind, change your heart, and then change your words, and your whole day will change. God bless. This has been the Thoughts Become Things podcast with Jeremy Lopez, helping you reach your highest creative potential that God has for you. For more episodes, products, and information on Jeremy, visit www.identitynetwork.net.